Forward Podcast, yeah. Uh oh. Help us. We're in trouble, aren't we? Did we have an emergency? Uh oh. We're in trouble, maybe. <laughs> okay, maybe not. Are you listening, USL? Mr. Colbert, we, we were watching you. Oops. <laughs> what, what on earth was that? I've never in my life experienced, experienced anything more silly. <laughs> the emergency keeper rule. Well, screw you guys. That's right. Not anymore, we don't care to talk about it. Yeah, because it's over. Yeah, there you go. A little paramour, how about that? I don't know, man. Unbelievable. I've never seen anything in my life quite like that or experienced anything quite like that. But anyway, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. My name is Joseph Valla. I am the host of the Center Forward Podcast, podcast that is dedicated to professional soccer here in Louisville with Racing Louisville and Louisville City FC, along with covering our national teams, both men's and women's. Well, we get to do this another week. Isn't that fun? After... <laughs> I'll tell you what, before we even start laughing about it, let's give Miami credit. Man, oh man, oh man, were they not ready or not? I'll tell you what, I was right by um, where they were walking out for uh, for uh, warm-ups. They were ready. Ooh, face absolute determination. Man, the body language, they were into it. They were up. They were ready, and they they fought a tough fight. So please, uh, um, let's give them a lot of credit for that. Yeah, there's a couple things we're a little pissed off about. Certainly that rule which I have never, I, I just don't get it. <laughs> Not only do you get to get a keeper from another team for one week, but you get to start them. I thought the whole idea behind emergency keeper, I, I equated it with emergency quarterback in the NFL. Your emergency quarterback, when you play your emergency quarterback, your other quarter, quarterbacks can't play anymore. You're stuck with that one, okay? I figured that was the same thing here. At least you'd have to start on the bench. No, <laughs> you get to play him. <laughs> So don't worry, that rule won't be abused again. Anyway, who cares? We're going to talk about that. Um, we're going to talk about Emily Fox a little bit because uh, she's up for Rookie of the Year. We're going to talk about uh, the national team getting ready for a big qualifier against Mexico. Uh, some women's stuff, too. Uh, rosters coming out. And also uh, big news uh, in USL, Detroit City. Looks like they're going to be joining the championship. And uh, boy, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, we can look at that from a couple of different angles, and we're going to. Uh, but first, how about this? How about a little five things? Well, that's right, folks. The fastest three minutes of USL slash NWSL slash national teams coverage you're ever going to get. Here, a little five things. You ready? Here we go. Number five. Remember me? <laughs> hey, man, I got to sing the anthem again. <laughs> that's a little self-indulgent. I apologize, but come on. <laughs> it was so much fun. And you guys are the best. I mean, I really appreciate all the compliments. I love singing the tune. It means a lot to me, you know? And it, it feels like finally, finally, 
we're not there yet, but it feels like we're getting back to normal with the COVID thing starting to fall out and all the other crap that we've dealt with the last two years. Man, thanks a lot. Honestly, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for all the compliments. It meant the world to me. Number four, Jorge makes me a profit. I told you. <laughs> I'm back on the Jorge bus. <laughs> but come on, man. I said it, and I meant it when I said it. We're going nowhere in the playoffs without him. He is going to make a major contribution if we're going to get to the final. He has to. They covered Cam like a blanket. <clears throat> and Paulo not getting quite as many chances as he was getting. Not as open as he used to be, right? So there you go. I mean, they, I guess they figured that whole deal out. But, man, congratulations to Jorge. It's great to see that from him. Something else for Charlotte to deal with. And I'm telling you, Charlotte is a quality opponent. We better be ready for that. Ooh, this league is so much better. Number three, rookie sensation, Emily Fox. Man, it's awesome that she is up for NWSL Rookie of the Year. We wish her the very best of luck. Hopefully you voted. Okay, get that vote in. Well, it's too late now. By the time you hear this, it's too late. But I hope you did get that vote in. Here we go. Wish her the very best on both the national team and, of course, with racing. Number two, surprise, surprise, and holy crap, huge surprise. How about the results in the playoffs, man? Are you kidding me? Phoenix, out. El Paso, out. I had San Diego win in my bracket. They're out. And, of course, Pittsburgh, COVID, out. <laughs> so crazy. Man, so whatever bracket I had, dead. Ooh, thank God I don't bet on it. There we go. Number one, of course, emergency. What emergency? Are you kidding? There's no emergency. The stupidest thing I have ever seen in a pro sporting event ever in my life. You, you're down to one keeper, and you get to have an emergency keeper from another team for one game who's the best keeper in the league, and then you get to start him. Are you kidding me? Eh. <laughs> Screw them. That is the most ridiculous thing. Miami put up a hell of a fight, though. Give them credit. Man, they were ready. They were They were intense. They were tough. Tactically sound, a lot of speed, strength. Whew, big win. It was a rough, rough effort. So when you have a rough effort like that, you know what you need to do to get ready for the next game? You take a pause, and then you get ready. <laughs> man, what a well, Saturday night was one of the best I've ever had here. <sighs> we move on against the Miami FC, or Lucity South, as uh, Joey likes to refer to them. Man, oh, man. Man, that was absolutely crazy. Whew, what a night. <laughs> ah, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Um, looking forward to doing it all again Saturday. And let's talk about that and a lot more with Joey Cecil. Here we go. Okay, to take us through all of this, our good friend Joey Cecil. Joey, how are you, sir? I'm good, sir. How about yourself? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Got to sing Saturday and working on some stuff here and the job's starting to get a little easier how about you good i'm surviving still yeah man well it's good surviving is better than not surviving i guess it ain't wrong speaking and of just surviving. like louisville just like louisville city keeps surviving <laughs> absolutely man i'll tell you what crazy crazy win but before we even get into the game we had plenty of fun before the game even started oh yeah with the emergency <sighs> keeper goalkeeper Miami signs one of the best keepers in the league, Jeff Caldwell of Hartford, on a, quote, emergency loan with backup goalkeeper Brian Sylvester unavailable. Caldwell was second in the USL in saves and had nine clean sheets. Mm -hmm. But starter Connor Sparrow was on the bench for the playoff game. It just... And the emergency keeper was starting. I don't get it. I don't. I don't. I, I'm sorry, but if this is not investigated... I know it won't be. Right. That is just shady as can be. It's unbelievable. Here's here's my first thing with this. 
The first thing I thought when I heard emergency keeper, I was like, all right, this is kind of crappy, but maybe it's the kind of deal where, you know, they can only use this person if there's an emergency, right? I kind Correct. of equated the two. Like I mentioned. It's in the name. Right. Like you have an NFL emergency quarterback. When the emergency yeah. quarterback plays, your other quarterbacks can't play anymore. Yeah. That's kind of where I, what I assumed. Oh, silly me. Oh yeah. You know, it's just like, you know what? I, I, you know what? I, 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 I burned a little bit of dinner tonight. I'm going to call the fire department. Okay. Right. You know, my house isn't on fire, but you know what? I'm going to call emergency services. Oh my gosh. And it's just insane that he started. Yeah. It just, how do you even have that rule? Like, what was that from like 2015 or something or before? Well, there, there's always been the emergency keep. They, they've always done a lot for emergency keeper, quote unquote stuff. Right. Like, you know, if, 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 if. Uh, you've got a keeper who goes down injured. You can sub that guy on. Right, you know, right. Always had emergency keeper stuff in game. Right. But this, yeah. this took it to a whole new level. level. At least to, the, to, to me, if you're going to do that, if you're going, if you're allowed an emergency keeper and you start that emergency keeper with a keeper on the bench, you lose a substitute. Or I mean, it's 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 insane because I, I'm always of the opinion that if it's the emergency situation. Right. Then that person slides in replacing the person they're replacing. Yeah. This guy is coming in for the backup keeper. Absolute bullshit. So he should he should be the 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 literal fire extinguisher break in case of emergency. Right. And instead he became a luxury. Just dude, and you know what? I'd be saying this if we did it. I would be saying sure. this if Louisville City did. I'd be like, this is some shady bullshit. Sorry. But you know what? It's not something we would ever, we should ever expect or expect to see from our club. Right. I just, you know, but on that, on that same threat, on that same thread line, mm -hmm. who can we get for next game? Is Speedy available now? Yeah, really, really. We go pick him up. You think Cam wants to pair with Haji Barry up top? Right, exactly. I mean, if they're going to do it, why not? Take out a student oh. loan. I want a hundred thousand dollars. Let's do this. Come on, man. Yeah. Make it happen. Like, where? What else do we need? Unbelievable. Like, I just. And, I, it, but you know what? The key thing is this. It didn't matter. Didn't matter. Please. Yes. Let's go on with the game. Yes, please. Go ahead, it sir. Didn't matter. You know, there were a couple nervy moments from the start with both sides. Mm -hmm. Ariel Martinez almost gave everyone a heart attack. Right. Uh, dribbling through our defense on that Oscar giveaway. Mm -hmm. And then Cam nearly slipped one past the emergency goalkeeper. Yep. Uh, and then, you know, we had our goalkeeper battle in the 30s, in the 30th minute. Mm -hmm. uh, Caldwell had that triple save. Yes, that was pretty amazing. That was insane. Um, a great triple save. Mm -hmm. And then Hubbard somehow kept the ball out of the net. Yes. On that corner kick. I mm -hmm. still don't know how. Mm -hmm. Watching it from all different angles. I think it was Jogo that cleared it too. And it was almost like, is that the ball? I better kick it. <laughs> yeah, right? And it's just like, that was an all hands on deck moment. Mm. And, you know, we get to the second half, and you've got that great one-two connection between Jorge and Bone. Yeah, man. And and just the, what a curling finish. I, I couldn't tell whether it took a deflection or not helping it, but mm -hmm. it looks so, so pure curling in. Mm -hmm. um, and actually, I believe that is Jorge's second goal of the year on Jeff Caldwell. Yep, it is. Um, so nice job, Miami. you got one of the guys he scored on. Yeah. Way to play that up. Well, I'm uh, back. I'm back on the Jorge train. <laughs> you know, you know, he had a great game when he needed it, and yes, the team needed it. Yep, absolutely. Uh, and we owned, we owned that second half. Yep. You know, Miami never really put up much of a fight in that second half. Mm -hmm. Got to shout out Hubbard had a great game. Yes, he did. 
You know, he stepped up and was assertive when he needed to be. Mm-hmm. And it could have been more than one nothing. But at the end of the day, Louisville City South has been eliminated. Yep. Jeff Caldwell can go back to I, I you know what? Maybe go him, back. Maybe go well, back. You never know. If, if I was him, I would want to stay in Miami too, as opposed to Hartford. I'm, I'm keeping I'm keeping my eye on the on the Charlotte Sentinel. <laughs> oh. oh Boy, my gosh. You I'll know, t- just the, mm-hmm. the stuff that USL has had this year between restarting a match in the 67th minute mm-hmm. and now an emergency goalkeeper starting in front of the starter. Jesus. Man, if you're fighting if you're fighting for legitimacy, you, that, you I'm still I'm still looking for it. That ain't the way to do it, that's for sure. I mean, that is definitely uh, not the way to do it. i got to be honest with you. The first half specifically, I was really impressed with Miami. Sure. I thought that they had a lot of they a lot of fight. Um, they they were, um, you know, although I, I thought that through the match, we were the better team. We were, The better team won that match, no sure. doubt about it. it. This league has gotten a lot better. And if that's, if that's a third or fourth place team in a conference, yeah. Yeah. boy, oh boy, I'm telling you, that that was, I was really, I mean, and then I, got, I had the opportunity to stand near uh, where they come out for when they were coming out for the uh, uh, coming out for warmups, they were one hundred percent business. Ooh, they were ready. Well, and, again, it's the coming back to the fact you got three of them who are looking to to, to you know sow a little vengeance from their yeah. former team. Mm-hmm. You know, you got a guy like Richie Ballard who was just dumped. Yep, that's correct. He's become he a useful starter down there. Yes, he has. And you know, and you got guys who are looking to you know stick it a little bit to their former club. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. No, they did not. Um, and couple, and you know, up next we get Charlotte. Yeah, man. And you got Dane Kelly, who will never die. <laughs> All time USL team. leading scorer at eighty five on his sixth different USL team. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> you know this guy. This guy, but this guy's this this guy knows his level, and it's the USL. Yeah, man. And he's he's tied for the team leading goals with 11 with fellow forward Irvin Para. Another player. They're just a very balanced team. They got six guys who have scored more than five goals. Yeah. Um, Sylvain Marveau and Enzo Martinez. They Enzo, like, you know, they're, they're, they're their playmakers and just Oof. the damn Martinez's. We can never seem to escape yeah, them. Never escape them. And I'll tell you what, they're on a roll for last 14 games that I saw one loss. Yeah. Uh, I think they're, they're unbeaten in eight now. Um, you know, basically just, just uh, tossed away Memphis in the playoff game, mm-hmm. so it's going to be a tough match. I mean, if, but if are... one thing's on our side, it's history. Mm-hmm. We got a seven-two and two career record against them. Yes, we do. Yes, we. But do. a lot of those games have been like three-two. Yep. There's one four-four draw. Yep. You know they tend to produce fireworks. It's going to be a lot of war, and it's nice to see that our back line, which I believe we went with four in the back this time, um, this last week. Um, it's nice to see that become a little stronger. Now, I was a little those two those two terrible passbacks that led to two big chances. Yeah. Um th- we're not going to get so lucky that somebody's that one of these guys aren't going to convert on it the next game. Agreed. That's Agreed. got to not happen. Those are True, just True, but I am liking this is was it the third or fourth straight game we've had this same lineup out there? Right. And you can start to see the the chemistry is starting to build in. Yes. Um and it's just and with a guy like Oscar, I hate to pinpoint it, you know, mm-hmm. he is still, he's he might be coming into midseason form at this point, right? You know, with how long of an injury layoff he had. Mm-hmm. So the, you know that, but that's going to be the thing is, you know, they've got to stay on that, stay, stay, keep building that chemistry, keep building that communication going forward, because uh, mm-hmm. like you said, it just gets tougher. 
Yes, it does. And and one thing I think that uh, that Miami really picked up on, I don't know if you saw this, uh, Paul Daglish, their coach, yeah. or Daglish, he put out a video. Somebody uh, uh, texted me with it yesterday, I think it was, of him going over the tactics of what he planned on doing. It was a video. And I didn't even get a chance to watch it. I watched like three seconds of it because I was so busy. Sure. How about that? Man, it's pretty cool. This guy is uh, yeah. you know, a very engaging individual. And... and, and uh, Really, I mean, and just a lot. I just have nothing but you know, kind even for Paco. Well, kind of for Paco, like you mentioned, yeah. he is a yellow card machine, and he was the first one to get one. <laughs> so. And also, you know, kudos to the stadium staff at, at Lynn Stadium oh. for playing Culture Club <laughs> after the game. I mean, that's just a little, you know. You're, I'm already bleeding. You know, just pour uh, some salt there too. That was kind of magic, and he was the person that was spra- sprawling on the ground trying to knock down Jorge's pass or shot. Yeah. So uh, it was uh, not his best, okay. uh, not his best uh, uh, return, I guess. And I thought we kept Speedy pretty quiet. Yeah, yeah. You know, Niall McCabe for midfielder of the year at this point, number yeah, six. Yeah, it's you unbelievable. Know, I mean, but you know, just whatever's working is working. Yeah, I just keep it rolling. Absolutely, and and it was so much fun, Joey. I can't tell you how much fun we had. Um, it, it was just it, it almost felt like we're getting back to normal again. And, um, you know, we could use a little normal. <laughs> Just a know. little. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Anything else you want to add in about the game? No. I think that's got it. Yeah, man. It was, uh, it's, it's a big win against a tough team with a tougher team coming in here. And uh, hopefully, I mean, I, I'm sure they don't have their eyes forward past this. I, they, I, they have to. There's no doubt that their eyes are 100% set on a very tough. It's going to be a tough out. This is oh, going to be a tough, well, tough hey. out. But at the same time, so are we. Absolutely, I totally agree. Totally, agree. you know. And I believe if I'm if I'm not wrong, I think that was also an attendance record Saturday night, was it not? I don't remember. I'll be honest. I'll be dead honest with you. I didn't even notice the number. I didn't even notice. See. It, it's a, Let's see if I can pull it up real quick. Okay. Um, I believe I read somewhere that it was an attendance record. Okay. I yeah. still don't think we've broken the ten mark, mm-hmm. but it was somewhere in the nines, I think. Okay. Yeah, I, well, it was. It was nine thousand. Now that you're saying that, I'm pretty sure it was like nine, a little over nine thousand. Like nine thousand seventeen comes to mind, or something like that. And you're considering considering that was Louisville U of L football had a game that day, and UK didn't oh, yeah. UK play at night as well. So I believe so. Yes, yeah, UK Tennessee. Yeah, so you had two big college games in in, col- in two college towns, and That's still managed over nine thousand. It was very very solid crowd yeah, to me. Nine thousand ninety seven. Ninety seven. Okay, there you go, man. Well, good for them. Hopefully, and with and there's no no. I don't think there's any competition this week. I know U of L football is at twelve. I don't know about UK football, but they should have a monster crowd for this next one. So. And it was a club record crowd. That's awesome, man. That so. is awesome. So, yeah. movie. Knows that means you have no excuse to not come out this Saturday. No, sir. None at all, whatsoever. And speaking of USL, um, why don't we talk a little bit about the big news yesterday that we started to hear. Um, I didn't get a chance to follow it too much today, but Detroit City FC, uh, the standard bearers... <laughs> of independent soccer in the United States apparently are joining the USL championship. Benedict Arnold. I, you know. Traitors. I, yeah, I just, I, it's just, man, I have a lot. I want you to go ahead. Go ahead. Say what you want, man. It's, it's officially confirmed. They had an ownership meeting at 6 p.m. scheduled today. Okay. It's on social media now. They are confirmed joining the USL ahead of the 2022 season. Wow. And wow. They, they listed increased stability and exposure. Mm-hmm. as their main reason and that they want to look forward to fielding a women's side in the future as well as enhancing their academy great 
And this is the standard bearer of independent American soccer. Them in Chattanooga. Absolutely. Yeah, Those one of the, the strongest teams. independent clubs out there. Back-to-back defending yep. NISA champions. Wow. Man, I tell you what. You know, in in the in our little realm, it's a seismic moment because these people were the ones that championed independent soccer and blah, 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 and everybody against us and we're badass and you guys are punks and blah, 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 and welcome to the punk club, I guess. Yeah. I don't even know how else to put well, it. What's I, insane is, you know, you question do the supporters even want it. Northern Guard, yeah. one of the most vocal and loyal groups out there to their causes. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You are, it's, it's a question I was listening to a podcast that was discussing this earlier okay. today. Okay. That asked league versus team. Do you care about league as long as your team exists? And I think that is the crux of the Northern Guard now. Right. They, which changed. Which what do you co- do? Right. It's it was team over league. It was you know we're it's us against you and you're all a bunch of punks and you're all a bunch of scumbags and you're a bunch of losers and we're awesome and blah 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 and and not so much anymore, huh? Oh, and well, man, it's all about money, brother. Welcome to the club. Here's your members only jacket. Yeah, it's just it's it's a continuing process. Well, and and you also got to think at the same time, they are the most dominant team in that league. Oh, absolutely. Like there's no competition really. Right. It's not even close. So at at what point? I mean, do you have to go somewhere else? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you know what? This is a tremendous get for the USL. Oh, absolutely. A brand, especially in a tense, in terms of a market that's not been tapped right. by MLS. Yet, <laughs> what? What? Yet? Exactly. Yeah. Keyword yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a great get, a fantastic organization, great to you know, great culture, yep. and just a great market to get into. Absolutely, and and it's gonna be it's gonna be whoever I, I'm gonna assume they're gonna be with us. I'm, it's just you know Detroit. I'm gonna assume is in the central. Yeah. I mean, you You'd never know. So. I mean, I know Pittsburgh is in the east, but or is that the Atlantic? Whatever they call it, I'm not even sure what they yeah, call yeah. it anymore. So I'm sure there's some, and plus now also we found out that the uh, team from Queens, New York is going to take another year before yeah. they start. So we're not going to get them next year, but it's still that's, you know, here's where I'm at with, with, with the supporter thing. I don't care. I don't listen to their supporters. I don't pay attention to their supporters. It means nothing to me. You're, you're, yeah. you know, you're, you're flying your flag and banging your drums about independent. What? I don't give a shit. Yeah. You know, see you at a game. And if I don't talk to you, I don't talk to you. If I talk to you, I talk to you. Look, this is just, and we'll talk about that. We can't talk about it now, uh, but I'd love to do something later. Look, we're looking over, our, I'm going to leave it with this, and if you want to add something, please do. Sure. You know, we're leaving it, we're looking at the, over the wrong shoulder if we're really focused on this Detroit City thing joining. The other shoulder is MLS2. Yeah. And that's the monster we better all start looking at. Because if anybody thinks that Don Garber wants this league to succeed over his Division Two league, you're dreaming. I got a bridge. Speaking of speaking of New York, I got a bridge in Brooklyn. I can sell you exactly. Exactly. Got oceanfront property in Idaho. Mm-hmm. It just it it's just. Bernie you know, Madoff just called. He's got an investment scheme. Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, let's get through this. Let's do because it's it's a heavy talk, and let's just get through this year and let's enjoy it. I'm not saying it's imminent. It's not like this is going to be our last season. No. Not, it's not even like we're going to have a last season. That's not the point. But you know, this is you know th- this whole Detroit. I, it's it's an it's irrelevant. The the the, the um. 
the the hypocrisy of of their supporters. Oh, it's us against you, and you su- now. You, welcome to the suck club. You're part of us. Yeah. Well, not just you know? that. You know what? If, if they really want to support independent soccer, mm-hmm. they can go support another NISA team, right? Because NISA hit the nuke button when yeah, they announced that today. Go ahead, man. Oh, the quotes on Yahoo Sports were from from their from their press release. It's in terms of Detroit City FC, NISA said they are a quality organization that we wish well. If they respect the legal agreements and obligations the league and the member clubs have forged together, mm-hmm. announcing the jump before the season's end and not fulfilling its commitment to the 2022 season brings into question sporting integrity. Wow, man. Also, it should be the baseline that the United States Soccer Federation ensures that order, not chaos, exists in the U.S. system. Man. To end quote, they go, it is surprising that Detroit City, a historically stalwart supporter of the open pro rail system, has chosen franchise over club and closed over open. NISA has many great storylines that carry us into the 2022 and beyond. Those are our focus as we continue to champion independent American soccer. Wow. View Q Q old man yelling at clouds. <laughs> More to come, I guess, huh? I guess. Uh, just not for Detroit City and NISA. Right, right, right. We'll, we'll see what happens with that. Well, um... There you go. Uh, pretty exciting stuff, both on the pitch for Louisville City and in USL. Um, we're going to come back with another segment to talk about our national teams and talk a little bit about Emily Fox. Joey, thank you. Yes, sir. All right. Okay, so we've got plenty more to do with Joey. But before we do that, ladies and gentlemen, who's ready for the most insightful, intense, deep, dare I say, sultry analysis of what some people consider is the greatest sports league in the history of sports. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the there it is. moment. <laughs> <laughs> and there's only one thing to talk about, folks. Only one thing. You ready? Here we go. One wooden spoon. <laughs> no, two wooden spoons. <laughs> no, three. Three wooden spoons. <laughs> you guys suck so bad. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Folks, I, you know, I try to be a pretty decent guy. I really do. And I try not to be nasty to people and stuff like that. But I'll tell you what. You know what? Three wooden spoons, you guys deserve it. You really do. The way you treated us, the way you treated this league, you crushed this league, right? Now look at you. You can't fill the building up. You can't get half the people in the building. You're an embarrassment. And we're going to talk about this soon. We can't talk about it now. We're going to wait till after the season. But um, we're going to have a comparison of the worst professional sports teams in America. They win over the last three years. I mean, it's not even close in my opinion. I've already done a little bit of research. Ah, but we're, we're going to do that and uh, uh, when the offseason comes up. But bef- before we even get into any more yucks and fun, uh, once again, I think uh, you all are the best. And I really mean that. I want to say that you guys have been phenomenal uh, recently. I mean, you've always been phenomenal. But man, uh, so much fun the last few weeks. It's just great to get back at it. Anyway, let's get back with more Joey Cecil. All right, let's welcome back Joey Cecil. Joey, uh, we have a big week coming up with the men's national team uh it is qualifier time we're up against our uh our arch nemesis mexico yes we have friday 9 p.m in cincinnati 
Mm. Which normally there are many other places I'd rather be on a Friday at 9 p.m. than Cincinnati, except for this one time I'll make an exception. Dude, you know what's going to happen? They're going to get they're going to get the Cincinnati mojo. They're going to get up two nothing, and they're going to lose three <laughs> two. Oh, don't speak it. Don't speak it I'm into me. <laughs> but so we get Friday nine o'clock against Mexico. Thankfully, mm-hmm. on on friendly confines, and Tuesday five o'clock at Jamaica. Mm-hmm. So you know, not not three games in this window. Thankfully, just Thank two, you. but a, a short time frame. Right. Um, my 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 predilection is we need four points from this window. Mm-hmm. Six if we win Friday. Okay. You know, okay. I, I'm saying we have to beat Jamaica no matter what. Oh, absolutely. Uh, four points. Four points is the hope. Um, I want six. I will gladly shake your hand at four and yeah. bid you a good day. Right. Right. Um, you know, the, the roster came out mm-hmm. and some questions, um, okay. for those who haven't seen it, goalkeepers are Son Johnson, Stefan and Turner. Okay. Defenders of Reggie Cannon, Mark McKenzie, Chris Richards, the Robinsons, um, Sam Vines, Joe Scally getting wow. a first call in at right wow. back. Yeah. That's the Deandre first. Yedlin and Walker Zimmerman mm-hmm. so midfield. Is, uh, I mean, let me interrupt Brooks. No, yeah, Brooks. go ahead. Brooks no is Brooks. Hurt? Okay. No Brooks. No Brooks listed. Is he hurt? Because I thought I saw his name listed playing last week in Germany. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I missed that. Let's see real quick. Yeah. Uh, okay. While I'm checking that up, mm-hmm. you've got your midfield of uh, Acosta, Adams, Busio, Legette, McKinney, Musa, and Roldan. Right. Uh, and then your forwards of Aronson, Ariola, a surprise call up, and Jesus Ferreira. Pepe, Pulisic, and Weah. Okay. And very surprising, I'm just going to say from my perspective, that Areola got a call over someone I know you're going to hate me saying this. Good. Like a Matthew Hoppy. Yeah. Uh, and to answer, wow. your other, to answer your other question, John Brooks was not in the 18 this past game for Wolfsburg. Maybe he's injured then. Let I, me I, check on November 2nd as well. Okay, okay. That's because that's a and he did play November second. Maybe he got a ding or something. Who knows? Um, I don't know. It's just it's uh, just. Also, we we commented on his drop in form. Yeah, from previous games. Mm-hmm. But so you know, you got Destin Reyna are out. Right. Uh, Reyna is still. Or, yeah, Reyna is still out mm-hmm. uh, from the previous window, and Dest right. picked up a knock. Uh, and, at for Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know, you got to start questioning where's our attack going to come from because Serginho was so big in, in our last game. Right. You know, big questions coming out of this roster. Who pairs with Miles at center back? Right. Uh, especially Friday. Oh, dear Lord. Mm. Uh, we don't have that set person next to him and, and you know, going against Mexico. Mm-hmm. It's either going to be someone like maybe a Chris Richards or a Walker Zimmerman. Chris uh, Richards. Can you imagine him starting? <sighs> I mean, it's. The one thing I can't see, though, is Mark McKenzie doing it again after giving up a goal in less than a minute to yeah, Mexico. That's true. Uh, also, then you question who plays right back. You know, we don't have Serginho out there. Yeah, Does Scali make his national team debut on his first goal. against Mexico? <laughs> Jesus. After playing as well as he have, or do we go conservative mm-hmm. with a, we already know what we got out of DeAndre Yedlin? Yeah. I think I think if it's Mexico, I I you know knowing Burhalter, I think he leans Yedlin. Yedlin, yeah, that would be my guess. But I, I I think the more interesting play would be Scally because it's a new it's a it's a what a, it's an unknown for us and it's definitely an unknown for Mexico. Right. Um, I I honestly think Pulisic only plays the Mexico game. Okay. I, I think yeah. I think he only plays Friday. That you makes know, sense. Tuchel at Chelsea has been pleading in right. the media 
to Burhalter to please, you know, don't destroy him. Right. Uh, he's just now coming back into the fold at right, Chelsea, right, and right. he's still recovering from the last knock he got. And as we've seen in the history of this game, they are Mexico is not against is not against banging him up. Right. No, totally. Not. Shots at him. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the key is our, our midfield has to has to own that game, the Friday game, and it's and I think it's McKinney, Adams, and Musa. That's who I would want to see. I you, think they have to control that game. Do you and take a, Do you take a chance? Do you take a chance? No, maybe you don't. I'm Go gonna ahead. say this. I'm saying it. I'm already. I'm already disagreeing with myself. Do you take a chance with growing with three in the back and putting four in the midfield? I do not. Yeah, I just. I was like I said. The second I said that, <laughs> I don't say it. I can't, you know what though? You know what though? Mm-hmm. I don't. We've already seen. We don't know what Burhalter thinks. I hear that? You know, I do not because they. You know, the, we've had the four person back line minus. Mm-hmm. Oh, that one game. Whatever that lineup was that I'm still going to counseling for. Yeah, I hear you, brother. Whatever that was. Oh, I'll never, I'm, still, um, I'm still trying to figure out. Oh. My biggest fear is because of our right-back situation. Mm-hmm. Burhalter does that annoying, weird, hybrid right-back midfielder Tyler Adams thing. Yeah. Which I think would be a nightmare against Mexico. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just hope he just goes with with, with, with with what we ran out the last window. You know, 4-2-3-1, 4 Whatever four three three, just something. Yeah, something. Keep something. It, keep it simple. I love. I love the first kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Yep. Don't overthink it because Mexico's not right. I'm with you. Totally with uh, you. I wonder. You know, do we rest for Jamaica? It's only a two game window, mm. but it's a Friday to Tuesday. Right. Right. You know, I think. I think that's where we might see some changes, like you know, a Busio and a Ferreira start. Mm-hmm. And if we need to, which knowing our history with Burhalter and this qualifying <laughs> odyssey so far, we're probably going to need to yeah. call in the, call in the cavalry at halftime. Mm-hmm. But um, like I said, we need four points from this, at least four points. Yeah. I hate to say, I hate to say I'll take a draw against Mexico. I'll take a draw against Mexico. I, I with, with what's available right now. I, I, so would I, even though we're home in Cincinnati, um, which I, I just, like I said, I just, Man, this is going to be the nerviest game because I just, there's something, it's Mexico and we're coming in here a little bit light. I mean, I have no idea where they're at right now roster wise, but when, you know, Reina, you know, and Dest off the field and with no chance of playing them. And then, you know, I I get that Brooks had his issues, um, but still maybe you get the old Brooks. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. Well, and then who starts in goal? We had the beginning of, on too. Of, 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 you know, Stefan getting the call last game and having a, a, a gaffe. Yeah. So, you know, I, it, it's, it's, I'm going to be glued to my phone around eight o'clock Friday. Mm-hmm. If I wouldn't already waiting to see what Burhalter tramps out there. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. You know? And then speaking of national team, you know, the U S women announced yes. their roster. Okay. They're going to end the year with two games in Australia nice. against all against the against the females female yep. Aussies. Yep. Um, it is a very interesting roster. Please. Only really known names starters, mm-hmm. you would say, are Sauerbrunn, Lavelle, and Horan. Yeah, man, we talked about that, pal. We talked about it. it's time. The, the uh, ESPN listed the they featured ten players from the 2020 Olympic squad and twelve players with ten caps or less. Right. It's time, including five who have never played for the women's team. Right. Average age of 26.3, mm-hmm. all but one play in the NWSL. Mm-hmm. 
And one of those to play in the WSL is our own Emily Fox. Fox. That is awesome. It's awesome. Still waiting to get that first, I believe her first cap for the senior women. Right. Um, and you know, it's, 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 it's beyond time that they start getting this youth movement. Yeah, man. We talked about you know? that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. and, and you got some, some interesting players from, uh, the NWSL getting the call up, you know, Lynn Williams has played really well for the national team recently. Right. Ashley Hatch right. led the league in goals. Yep. Yep. Um, you know, you've got, you know, we're gonna have a completely different goalkeeper mm-hmm. between Bixby Murphy and Campbell. Wow. Uh, no, no Nair. Yeah. Um, oh, no French. Yeah. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Uh, you know, you're gonna have a back line with Sauerbrunn, probably an Abby Dahlkemper. And that sounds else like is op- open to interpretation. I was gonna say that's if we're going in here, the youth with with the younger team, it sounds like with the people, the players you're mentioning, our back line is probably gonna be our strength. Agreed. You well, know? and also you've got the midfield building through like a. Um, you know, Sam Mewis isn't in this group. She's going to be built around like Ro- with Rose Lavelle as well. Okay. Um, I think, but I think our, our strength is through that middle. Okay. Okay. Our center back and our central midfield, right. Lavelle, Mewis, right. uh, Lindsay Horan. That's, that's the focus. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, our forwards, this is a completely new group. Yeah, all... No Alex Morgan. Yeah. None of them. All gone. Um, you know, you've got your Ashley Hatch, Sophia Smith, Lynn Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, Macario is just, she always seems to get into these, these camps, right? but can't seem to get many minutes, uh, you know, playing overseas. Right. Uh, and, uh, for, I believe, oh, is that Lil she plays for? Oh, let me see. I know she plays in France, right? Yeah. Or is it Katarina? Oh man. Uh, Yes. No, Lyon. I'm sorry. Lyon. Right. Okay. Okay. Starts with um, an yes, L, and it's French. Great that, just great that we're getting this youth movement. Now, not, not some, I can't really say youth movement, you know, not without checking the ages. Right, right, just right. new faces. But it's all new faces. This is something we absolutely need to do, and, and it's um, it's time for that. It is. It's it, it's completely time to get new faces in there. You got three years to the, well, actually, wait, hold on. My years are off now because of the pandemic. Well, is it, yeah, is it three years to the World Cup? I know Man, they have. I'm, um, I'm so glad I got my laptop up for this. <laughs> I'm gonna send you a bill for as a research. <laughs> 2023 is the next okay. Women's World Cup. Two years. We have two years, which yeah, means man. qualifying's got to start next year. Next year. Golly, it's gonna be yeah, crazy, qualifying, man. Qualifying usually doesn't seem to be our issue for us. Uh, hey, men's team, well, please yeah. take notes. Yeah, yeah. Here's the PowerPoint just... slide on. Here's the PowerPoint presentation on how to not give heart attacks during qualifying. Yeah, but, but there's so much less competition. I understood it. Tongue in, che- tongue in cheek. Absolutely. Tongue in cheek. Um, but you know, one last note on that roster: Emily Fox up for Rookie of the Year. Yeah, man. That, and I, I hope she gets it. I, you know, one of the final three. Mm-hmm. Um, Racy Louisville put out some stats. You know, she led the league in interceptions. Mm-hmm. 115, 32 more than any player in the Golly, league. Golly, that's amazing. That's amazing. I didn't know that. Uh, 924 carries, uh, 10th ranked in fouls one. And, you know, I know part of it is voting. So it, voting from the fans. Mm-hmm. I know it's like, it's very complicated, like five or six part thing where like the media gets some, the coaches get some players vote. Right. But the, I think the fan voting does get taken into consideration. Okay. And if I know anything from Louisville City history, yeah. if there's just as many fans who are Louisville City as they are racing, mm-hmm. you know what to do. Exactly. Exactly. You know what to do. And she's going to be one of those core players next year. Like I said, I really believe 
that, you know, with, well, like, of course, the caveat being the, the, the selection of a good coach, they've got a great nucleus to be competitive next year in this league. I really believe that, you know, there's a nucleus of six or seven players that you can build around and make this a competitive team next year, at least for the playoffs. I believe it. I agree with you. You know? And it's 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 time to build that core and time to rebuild the U.S. women's core at the same time and yep. start putting all of our U.S. men's core players in bubbles. Yeah. Donating body parts. <laughs> if you have not donated your ankle to the Christian well, Pulisic dude, Recovery Fund, what is wrong with you? You know what? We have an ace in the hole. You ready? Are you ready? I didn't know if you know this. And I did see this on the news. We have an ace in the hole. We have a secret weapon for the men's team if we need it. Although he just retired, I think yesterday or t- two Uh-oh. days ago, Steve Wondolowski. <laughs> oh, who the, you mean Chris? Chris? Did I say Chris? You <laughs> Chris. said Steve. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, Wondolowski. Yeah, he can be our next coach <laughs> at 38. Yeah. You know, get him in there because you know when when when, oh, Wanda, that, when, when Wando's in though. Is that the official age? It's too too old to play in in, in MLS anymore. MLS, I think 38 is the number. That's the number. Yeah, unless you're uh, <laughs> unless you're Ebra, then you just do whatever you want, whenever you want. Oh, <laughs> Yikes. oh man. So, but anyway, it's uh, it's it's. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do Friday, as you know, and go through this. The Jamaica game has to be three points. It has to be agreed. You know, but you know what? I say has to be, and every time I've said we we should win, and we have to win, we don't. Mm. So you know what? Go Jamaica. Yeah, exactly. I'm tempting Murphy's Law at this point. <laughs> we'll see if what happens. Someone, someone get, someone get the whiteboard away from Greg Berhalter. Hear that? Take away his marker. <laughs> Take away his thing. Tell him he can only have, <laughs> you know. I don't you know. Get, get him four drunk. Four in the back. You get four in the back. Yeah. <laughs> six above them. Exactly. Give him the lineup. Give him the formation and say you can put the bodies wherever you want. This is it. <laughs> Just like that, like you're playing a. Like you're playing some game where you got to, like, you, you, was it put the, uh, the tail on the donkey? Put the player yeah. in the spot. I'm wait, I'm kind of waiting for the players <laughs> to pull a full-on varsity blues and just, just start making their own subs and adjustments. Subs Jesus. We'll s- <laughs> may need it, pal. We'll see what happens. But, uh, all right, man, unless you got anything else? No. No, I think we're all good. All right, brother. I really, we're not good, but we're good. Yeah, we'll see what happens this weekend. So I really appreciate your input again. And, yes, uh, sir. We will see you uh, next week. Yes, sir. All right. Okay, well, there you go. Another episode of the Center Forward Podcast is in the books. Want to thank Joey Cecil once again for his invaluable contribution. Uh, Want to thank all of you for listening, uh, as always. Remember, we are on Spotify, iTunes, and Podbean. Please like, subscribe, and share. Share the love. (laughs) I don't know, man. Anyway, uh, to wrap this up, Man, I got to be honest with you. I wanted to mention this again. Um, getting to sing the anthem one more time was just amazing. And um, it really feels like finally, finally, after a couple of years, and I'm not even talking about the COVID stuff. You know what I'm talking about. I'm not going to get to any of it. Um, <clears throat> it feels like there's some sense of normalcy coming back. That doesn't mean everything's fine. I'm not saying everything's fine. And I'm not saying that there aren't issues we have to deal with. But you know what? This country has dealt with issues for over 200 years. And they've always found a way to work it out. And we will find a way to work it out somehow. You inch the ball forward, man. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. And it really felt like... It really has nothing to do with even singing the anthem. Even during the tailgate and hanging out with everybody beforehand. 
um, hopefully we'll continue to do that and we'll stay out of that morass and people will continue, I think, anyway, based on what I'm seeing and reading, will continue to back off of this Twitter negative or positive reinforcement for negative comments thing, which is the worst thing in the world for you. It's the worst thing. You say something shitty about somebody and somebody likes it, so that way you feel you feel fulfilled, so you say more shitty stuff. And it's just, it's the worst. It, it'll destroy you. It's poison. Please stop. Man, it's crazy. Anyway, get to do this again this weekend, Saturday, playoff game against Charlotte. Once again, tough, tough opponent. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing you all. Um, cherish every moment of this. Cherish every moment. There are so many professional sports teams, college teams, that would beg for half of what we've had the last seven years. Half of it. Whew. Crazy stuff, man. All right, I love you all. I really do. My name is Joe Valla, hosting the Center Forward Podcast. Let's go get them this weekend. Have a great time. Hopefully you'll be there if you're going to watch it on TV. And let's win another one. Love you guys. Talk to you soon.